0: Welcome to the Able Speaks podcast, where we speak to commonly asked questions by parents who have received a life-limiting diagnosis for their child. We're Daniel and Kelly Crawford, and we're glad that you've joined us. Okay, so today's question, we'll jump right in, is is how do I keep my people updated throughout the pregnancy? Um, Last episode, we kind of talked about in the initial receiving of the diagnosis and starting to let people in on that news and the implications of it. Now we're talking more about just, it's a long journey and a long road, and there's ongoing maintenance, and there's a lot of, it's its kind of the blessing and uh, the challenge of a lot of people that love you and want to care for you. And so, um, Kelly, start start with that, maybe just practically, like methodology. H- how How would you and how did we go about keeping everybody updated?
1: I think it's important to note that Um, any family that is walking through a life-limiting diagnosis, the capacity for interaction, communication, all of those things is so much lower than it would have been prior to getting that diagnosis. And so oftentimes when we're meeting with families, they're asking this question. And um, really what we did was we started a blog so that we could write it all down in one place at one time of how we were doing, how Abel was doing, any medical updates, any ways that people could be praying for us. And then we could send out that blog link to friends, family, post it on social media. And it was just an easy way to communicate with a larger group of people. And that um, helped us feel less fatigued with the consistent and constant um, emails, text messages, in-person conversations, all of those things. And so that's what we did, but we've seen people just solely use social media to keep um, large groups of people updated using an email thread to do that. And so it can look like a lot of different things, but um, it is a helpful way to not feel so overwhelmed with the constant um, communication loop.
0: Yeah, and on the, in regards to the blog, The for one, it's we had never created a blog before and found that it was not very hard. And so whether it's WordPress, whether it's one of these sites, you can set one up, it does not have to look amazing. Um, And it's pretty easy to get off the ground. So don't let that be a huge barrier. And then the other thing we liked, because it could just be whatever we would include in a blog, why don't you just throw that in an email and have a thread going that way, you can totally do that if you would prefer I like looking back on the blog, which you can now, it's still live. This is the point that I'm making um, is you can go to AbelPaulCrawford.wordpress.com and it in one place, it captures all of, it kind of chronicles that season in a way that's really sweet for me, for us, uh, but also in a way um, that, yeah, it's nice to just have a link and to just be able to shoot out the people, hey, we posted a new blog, go check it out. And it's all in there. And so, um, with that of things, just thinking through what, what to share, you know, um, what type of content would we include in those updates as you're trying to update people? What, what did we find helpful and what would you recommend?
1: Yeah, like I said, we would include just medical updates for Abel specifically, but then also we would try to share anything that the Lord was teaching us, reflections that we had, um, how we were doing emotionally or spiritually, what we were wrestling with. Um, And then we also were able to share in those blogs of like, hey, these are things that friends and family have done for us that have really blessed us and made us feel really cared for. Um, Just because we knew that people wanted to come alongside us and care for us in that season. And so we wanted to, um, in a very uh, concise way, let people know um, how we were being cared for and feeling um, encouraged. And so I think sometimes people are fearful to put words on that just because it's like, well, I don't want to tell people what they need to do to care for me. But the reality is our friends and family want to care for us, um, but they don't always know how. And so that was a really great opportunity for us to also share um, and communicate those sorts of things as well.
0: Yeah, I think the term that comes to mind that we stole from somewhere is just that idea of leaving breadcrumbs for people, where it's if you have the blessing of people that want to help you and care for you, there's things we can be doing to kind of uh, help help them help you, right? And hey, uh, starting any sentence, this is was just gold and helpful for me with, hey, we're learning that and then just fill fill that in. And it's this way of, because there's, listen, it'll be a whole other conversation, but there will be the inevitable, God bless them, they are trying, but that is not helpful. And so rather than just calling somebody out or rebuking somebody outright for trying to help you, um, there's a way to say, hey, we're learning that this really comforts us. Um, And then, like you said earlier, hey, we're learning that we have a much lower capacity for fill in the blank. And you're able to even affirm, you know, hey, if you've sent us a message, a text, a prayer, and we haven't replied to it, or we just hit the like, thumbs up, and didn't even say anything, um, that does not communicate ingratitude. That means um, I, just, I don't have the same capacity. You might not get a really thorough matching you word for word. And even with that, hey, we're learning that short, simple text messages are really helpful. Um, or even if you just want to send an emoji of a heart or prayer hands or whatever you want to do, that communicates plenty, uh, in a way that, that words, uh, don't. And so, um, any other final thoughts on this topic before we wrap up?
1: Um, I think, yeah, I think mainly, um, letting other people know where we were at. And then when we would see them in public and then they would be able to say, oh, I read on the blog this, that was so much easier than having to share all of it live and in person. And so that was a blessing for us just to be like, people really are tracking with us and reading the blog um, and then are able to converse with us about what's happening um, was a much, um, blessed us a lot more than having to just share the information and them on the spot, try to respond to that. It gave them time to process the information and respond in a thoughtful way, um, that we could receive. So,
0: And, and it, uh, prevented the super thoughtful, super difficult question of just like, Hey, how, how are you guys? Yes. And Hey, how, how is Able doing? And it's like, man, thank you so much for asking. I don't know or couldn't really hope to capture all of that right now in this two-minute exchange and then get done with this one and, and do it again with that person. And again, it's, it's the blessings and the challenges of having people around you in your life that we would not say the answer is to just hole up and avoid all social contact. Um, but we would say that there are things to do proactively um, to set people up for success, to set yourself up for success. And so that wraps up uh, today's question of just how to go about keeping the people that we encourage you to loop in, looped in. And we'll see you next time on the Able Speaks podcast. Hey friends, thanks for listening in. We hope this content has been helpful. At Able Speaks, we exist to support families who have chosen to carry a child with a life-limiting diagnosis. And we want you to know that the foundation of that support is rooted in relationships. And so if you are a parent in this circumstance, then by all means, continue listening in, but we'd really encourage you to reach out by sending an email to support at ablespeaks.org. Again, our heartfelt prayer is that this episode has served you in some way and that we might have the opportunity to serve you further in the future. The Able Speaks podcast is produced by the team at Tarno & Company and mixed and edited by the team at Sound of a Rose.